Hello, everyone. Happy holidays to you. If you're having, if you are looking forward to the holidays and are um, welcoming the, uh, the Christmas time, the Christmas spirit, please type in yes in the um, chat room below or no if you're not. That will let me know whether you're hearing me or not. Steve says yes. Anybody else want to share their attitude toward Christmas? Allie says no. Waiting room. Waiting for name says no. Helene, Helena says yes. Can be a mixed bag, can it? That's for sure, especially if you're really struggling with uh, someone in your life uh, not being there the way you want them to be there. It impacts you, impacts your family, children, uh, attitude. It may not seem very normal or very healthy for you this particular season. Okay, um, the purpose of this 30 minutes is for you to ask your questions or make your comments. Uh, so go ahead and in the chat area below, type in your question or your comment, and uh, we'll go from there. I hope you... Um, have a question, have something that you'd like to comment about that's really important to share with the group. Uh, so feel free to go ahead and type that in into the chat area below. Uh, just give some time now to take a deep breath. This is a time for you to learn. Uh, mute that. It's time for you to learn and time for you to share. Time for you to take a deep breath, sit back, and focus on what's most important to you, what's most important for your family, and uh, this is your time. Uh, Helena says, letting go when you know it's over. Okay. Um, Helena, would you be willing to unmute so we can go a little bit more in detail on that? Sure. Hi, everybody. Hi. Okay, good. <laughs> Helena, you saying the correct? Yeah, uh, Helen is fine. It's Helen in French, but it uh, doesn't really work in English, so I stick with the okay. Helen. Helena? Um, yeah, Helen. Just Helen. Helen. Just Helen. That's cool. I'll call you Helen, okay? All right. All right. A little bit more about that. Letting okay. you know it's over. Yeah, you know, I, my story is probably initially four years old, then two years old. And so it's done. It's over. There's no more going back. How do you know it's done and over? Um, I think, well, it's, it's, it wasn't my decision. So, okay. yeah. And his decision, um, his decision is final. You know that. Well, I think um, it is. I think that he will come find me when he needs me, or if he thinks he needs me. But other than that, yes, okay. I do. And it needs to be over for me. I'm sorry. I missed that last part. Last part. What did you say? It needs to be over for me. Okay. Okay. Let, let me go back here a little bit. What type of affair do you think it was? 
Um, I've, I want to say the number four. I forget. Um, fell out of love. Pardon? I fell out. Fell out of love and just love being in love. That one. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. How long was the relationship ongoing? The affair related. Two and a half, two and a half years. And it's still ongoing. No. Uh, when I found out, he broke it off for two years. Then felt that I wasn't, you know, I mean, that's what he said anyway. Um, that I wasn't sort of letting go of it all. And so he went back to her and then somebody else. And yeah, like I said, it's a little bit older. Yeah, okay. Now. okay. So what, what you're saying is that you want to let go. Yes. And you're finding it difficult. Yes. Okay. So a part of you has, has determined that this um, relationship is not good for me. I'm not going to put myself in this position any longer. I need to let go. Yes. What is I like, think it's holding me back. It's hold, Okay. You want to move forward, right, Helen? Yeah. Okay. And yes, what's, holding you back? what's holding you back? What, what is, how is it difficult to let go? Um, I think the dreams and the the not uh, I don't know yeah our lives together we we had an amazing time and I'm finding it hard to think that I'm uh, can do it without him and yet that's not true okay I I, I can but. I keep falling back into that. I'd rather it being with him. Okay. You have some, some wonderful memories. Yes. Okay. Many. You have many, many wonderful memories um, that are there. And when, yes. when, when you think of the, those memories, when they emerge, what's that like for you? Uh, painful. Uh-huh. Um, regret. Um, okay. I miss it. I miss it. Um, What's the pain like? Well, uh, what's that like? How do you describe that? I think uh, uh, not being a part of it anymore. Not being, not doing those things together. Okay. Um, feeling rejected. Okay. Um, What's the, what, what do you think is the most persistent theme here that you find difficult in terms of letting go? What's the theme that keeps, that, that stirs up the most power in you? Uh, well, it's between regret and rejection. I would say. Okay. Regret, looking back, thinking I could have done things differently, which, of course, puts all the blame on me. Mm -hmm. uh, rejection, he just went on and did what he wanted to do with somebody else. Okay. So you're dealing with two themes. One is regret. I, I wish I would have done something differently. Uh huh. Okay. And what does it what does that mean to you then? 
Uh, well, I think that I knew very well that he had a very clear picture of how he wanted to live his life. And uh, I think that I started rebelling. You know, I, I feel like I was living his life, not mine. And so, but then once I started living my life, I was rejected. Therefore, do I have regret about starting to live my life? Okay. Because if I hadn't, yeah, something like that. Okay, that 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 seems to fit. So, the the marriage, the relationship, was based on the assumption from the very beginning that your life was to orient around his. Yes. He called the shots. He took the lead. You were to follow. You know, he that came from me, not so much him. I don't think I thought his life was more exciting than mine. And so I built uh, around that. I, okay, you know, does that make sense? So yeah, sure. He, what what what? I, not, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Well, what I hear you saying is that um, uh, when we were together, uh, part of part of my understanding or part of what I wanted was to be part of his life because his life seemed really really exciting and something that I wanted to be part of. So I gave myself yes. to that. Correct. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, then what happened along the way? I got resentful because he would never return the favor, if you like. Um, sure. I wanted to do other things, and he would say, go have at it, have fun. Okay. I just don't want to come and join you. Okay. Okay. Sounds like you got a very clear, clear understanding of what happened because what happens when you give, when your assumption is that I'm in this relationship for him or for the other person and I'm going to kind of squelch myself, resentment naturally builds over a period of time. You can't help but not be angry. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. Because you want to be known, you want to be heard. You want you want you want to hear from him. Hey, who are you? What's important to you? How can this marriage? How can this relationship meet your needs? How how can this marriage? How can this relationship best provide an environment for you to be fully who you are, Helen? That's what you wanted to hear, right? I did. Yeah. Is there something wrong with that? I guess not. No, I don't. Um, I don't think there is. No, there isn't. Okay, what are you experiencing right now? Oof. You know, overflowing with emotion, as always, when okay. I talk about it. Okay, sure, sure. And where, where do you feel it right now? What's it like? <sighs> My chest. Can't breathe. Okay, it's in your chest, okay. And what's it like in your chest? Uh... Full, like an elephant sitting on it. I don't know. Like an elephant sitting on your chest. Okay. Yep. And what would your chest like to say right now, if it could speak? 
breathe out. Yeah. I'm not sure what to do with that. Bob. Okay. Never heard of playing that. What I'd like you to do right now, Helen, is just take some, if you can, just take some real, really, real, very, very deep breaths and allow the feelings to be there, okay? Yeah. Take a real deep breath right now. Okay. Let, let the sadness express itself. Uh, I've been here so long, I just wanted to, I want to be moving on. I want this, to, this is going to help you. This is going to help you move on. This okay. part of you wants to be heard. And it hasn't been heard for a long, 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 long time. So right now, at this moment, this part of you that for so long has wanted to be heard can be heard. So just take a real deep breath, pay attention to your chest, and say, I'm here for you. That's it. That's it. Take a deep breath. Okay. All right. What's it like right now? You notice any changes, any differences? The heaviness is gone for now, for sure. Wonderful. So you're moving on from the heaviness. Yep. Okay. Anything else? Feeling taking up too much time. The other people that are here with you. Okay. All right. So you're feeling there's too much attention being placed on you? No, no, no. I truly feel. I assume there's other people who have questions. Okay. So you're concerned about them. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I see that. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, yeah. I No, I just... It's taken up too much of my life. I know better. Your head knows better. Yes, it does. Uh-huh. But your chest doesn't all the time. No. Okay. Okay. Have you been aware of the tightness in your chest before, Helen? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. But you noticed today that when you paid attention to it and honored it, it takes a few deep breaths, it, it, the, the, the pressure is lessened. Is that correct? Yes, it does. Okay. It does. Can you continue to do this in the future? When the, the thoughts of regret or rejection emerge, just pay attention to your chest and spend five, spend two minutes being aware of the pressure and, and acknowledging it and allowing it to be there. Can you do that? I can. Yeah. Now, what's one thing you'd like to do in the future? What's one thing? Go ahead. What's what's one thing that you can envision yourself doing or being in the future? Uh, on what level? Work, personnel? Whatever comes to mind. Uh, I want to run my company and be successful at it and know that 
I think this is important and it has everything to do with everything. I want I wanted I want to know that I created it and that I was successful at it versus always living in that shadow of Okay. There's a person part of you that wants to create something, right? Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. You hit the nail on the head. So you want to create something. First of all, you gotta let go of some of the sadness and some of the pressure on your chest and then you then you become very, very creative. I, I, I would acknowledge that you have a tremendously powerful creative spirit within you because you have a sensitivity to yourself and to others around you, and that opens up a whole new world for you. Okay. Do you believe me or am I blowing smoke here? No, I, I do believe you. It's just got to remind myself of it, I suppose. I'm sorry, what Not I got to remind myself of it that that's true. Yeah, this, this is this is something you play with and uh, uh, something that's kind of constantly a theme you can put before you and move move through that. All right. Hey, I appreciate you sharing very, very much. Thank you so much. Great, um, great uh, piece of, of work and a, and a great example of how we kind of let go and move through it. Okay. Thanks, Helen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye now. All right, anybody else have a question or anything related to that? Or not related to that? Steve, do you want to say anything? Sounds like you were identifying with Helen. Steve, do you want to be unmuted? Is it, it's Steve A, right? Steve A. All right, Steve, can you hear me? Steve, can you unmute yourself? I think you probably have to do that. Steve, can you hear me? I have you unmuted. Steve says, sorry, audio. Okay. We'll try that at some other time, perhaps. What's going through your minds right now? What are you thinking? What's the theme that is dominating your life right now? And what would you like to see happen with that theme as you move forward? Any questions or comments? No one else seems to be asking a question right now. What did you think about this morning when you woke up? Take some time to focus on that. Char said, would he see her today? Okay. Okay. Char, do you want to say more about that? Do you want to be unmuted? Char says, I'm at work. Okay, would, would he see her today? So this is a theme that's running through. This is something that Char 
thought about is wondering how long it will go on. Okay, this is a, a, a painful, difficult thing to bring up in one's mind, the relationship with the other person, isn't it? Okay. And unfortunately, what can happen is all kinds of scenarios can go through your mind. And many of them um, are not pleasant at all. You imagine them having sex, being with each other, loving each other, putting their arms around each other, all the, all the things that you think they might be doing. And maybe they are, but maybe they aren't, but you don't know. Um, so that brings up more questions, more confusion. And you begin to, again, imagine what might be happening. Um, and this can go on and on. It can become more and more intense until some days it, it pops in your mind every hour or, or more. A, a question you can ask yourself here to, to kind of shift the focal point away from developing these scenarios, which may or may not be true. And please, please know that um, affairs are not about love. And many times the sex in affairs is um, not what you think it might be. Uh, again, depending on the type of affair and some other factors. Uh, so we have this assumption that's pounded into us since we were kids, that when you're in love, especially with, and especially having an affair, that this is the, the grandest thing that could ever happen in life. And it, it may seem like that for your partner, um, for a while, but um, the affairs are fraught with danger, um, and statistics indicate that 90% of them just don't work out, probably are, and that 95% just don't work out. But we, we tend to develop these thoughts and have these uh, obsessions about that relationship that don't match reality. So what you can do in the meantime, is to say to yourself, well, what does it mean to me that I'm thinking about this? So you shift your focal point away from the affair relationship and to yourself. And what does this mean to me? And what can I learn about myself? And it'll bring up areas of self-doubt, bring up areas of uh, questions you have about your own um, adequacy. And you can address those and work through those and move on from those as Helen did. Okay, uh, Mary said, you said that affairs aren't about love, but they've lived together for a year and a half. Is that different from other affairs? Um, affairs are not about love. Affairs are about creating distance. And affairs often occur when your, your, your spouse, your partner, finds it difficult to be truly intimate with you or with themselves. And so they triangle in a third party to generate more emotional distance. And those relationships, affair relationships, because they're, they're born and hatched out of a need to maintain distance, continue to have distance over the years until they fall apart, until the same things happen in the affair relationship that happened in the marriage, only at a more um, dysfunctional, in a most, more dysfunctional way. Um, Mary says, but they lived together for a year and a half. Is that different from other affairs? Some people live together for a year and a half. And I'm, I'm guaranteeing that that relationship for a year and a half is going to evolve, if it hasn't already, into the same issues that 
they encountered in their attempts to be intimate in their marriage with you, Mary. All right, does that make sense? We have all these misconceptions about affairs. All right. Affairs are ways in which people either run away or try to, to, to um, run away from the, the issues that they can't deal with, or they, they find an escape, or they find somebody that they can um, uh, bully, um, someone that they can uh, do those things with that uh, really prevent the type type of intimacy that they really want. Uh, John said, this morning I wondered when she would figure out and be able to tell me why she did it. Uh, John, another thing about infidelity is that people who enter into it usually have very limited self-awareness. If they did have self-awareness, they wouldn't be in it. They wouldn't do what they're doing. So many, many couples, many um, people that I coach who partners um, is involved in an affair want to know why want want some kind of communication about what happened and they just can't get it from the affair partner and that's because the affair partner doesn't have it to give because again affairs are not about self-awareness and personal growth they're about escaping that all right does that make sense Mary says it just feels different because they aren't hiding it. He's been trying to divorce for a year and a half. Okay. So um, the secret here, Mary says, is not holding the affair relationship together. It's out in the open. And probably some other dynamics are going on there, Mary, I would, I would assume. He's been trying to divorce for a year and a half. I'm not sure what that means. Um I would assume that if he wanted a divorce, he could get a divorce, and it wouldn't take a year and a half. So I'm I'm not sure what it is that's holding him back. Um, if someone usually wants that, it doesn't take a year and a half. Some states it's six months, but that's that's the max, I think. All right, Mary, do you want to say anything about that? You want more clarification, Mary, or input? You want uh, to be unmuted? Mary says, can't talk now. He's been saying he wants a divorce, but he wants it uncontested. Okay. He doesn't really want a divorce. He wants his way then. Um, so he's trying to, the way it sounds, um, get everything, have his cake and ice cream and dessert and everything all at the same time. Steve says, sorry, microphone not working. We spoke weeks ago. I, I said it was mean texting and losing my temper towards my cheating wife. I'm gonna... Steve, Steve says, uh, I said, was well, mean texting and losing my temper towards my cheating wife, three young daughters living separately. 
can't recall your exact words, but to the effect of take care of yourself, ignore her. That worked 23 out of 24 hours. Well, I caught the two of them walking out of her office together. I lost it, punched the other guy. He tried to run me over with his car, and how? And now my wife and attorney send me a cease and desist. Uh, anything but kids scheduled, hoping that was rock bottom, and today is the first day of the rest of my life. Bottom line, I went over the edge and let anger become rage. Yeah, that's not... Uh, not something you want to do. Feel for you, Steve. Um, great, great uh, opportunity to take some time to step back and figure out how you can manage that anger or rage or what's what's underneath it. What do you really want to see happen? What's your sense of helplessness? What's your sense of powerlessness? Because your sense of helplessness, your sense of powerlessness is not who you truly are. It's it's, it's not. It's another chunk of you that's looking for something. And I would spend some time just focusing on the part of you that feels helpless and teaching it that it isn't helpless or showing it in some ways that there are ways in which you can be who you truly are without having to lose your temper. Okay. Okay, Alex, got one minute left here. My, my wife, uh, we've been separated for a year while she's in the affair. Now she wants a divorce. You said 95% don't work. What do I do? Okay, Alex, real quick here. Uh, she's been, they've been separated for a year while she's in the affair. Now she wants a divorce. You said 95% don't work. What do I do? Uh, you, you state your position. Alex, bottom line, what is your position right now? What do you really want to say to her about yourself? Um, that's step number one. Take some time to figure out what do you want to say to her? What, what, what do you want to, how do you want to proceed that's going to do honor to you? All right. That is often what I first begin with when I coach people is, well, what's your, what, what do you want to say about yourself? Not what are you going to say about the other, not the questions you're going to ask, um, uh, not the steps you're going to take, but what, what position do you take right now? What does is, what is your heart really want to say about yourself? Okay, thank you all. Okay, Alex says that I don't want to divorce. Okay, you, that's, that's, you can say um, I, I don't want to divorce and list the reasons. Go down to the sheet of paper and list 25 reasons why you don't want to divorce and spend some time on that. Okay, thank you all. Uh, I won't be here next week or the following week. Let's see you next year. Okay, take care, everybody. Have a have a uh, have a um, a wonderful, growing, peaceful Christmas. Take care. <laughs>